Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. I apologize for what the spring season allergies have done to my voice, but here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, March 25th. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot is in possession of some explosive text messages between Mark Meadows and the wife of a Supreme Court justice. Now, you know by now that there was no widespread election fraud in 2020. I know that former President Trump and his supporters continue to claim that the election was stolen. There is no evidence to back that up. But these almost three dozen messages that CNN has now reviewed show how convinced some conservatives were that indeed the 2020 election was stolen and that it should be overturned and how willing members of Trump's inner circle were to entertain those ideas and theories. So these text messages are between Mark Meadows, who was a former Republican member of Congress from North Carolina, but at the time of these text messages, he was chief of staff to Donald Trump. And we are talking about the period here between November 2020 and January 2021 to just a few days after the insurrection. So between Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff, and Virginia Thomas, who is known as Ginny, She is the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, and she is a well-known, long-time conservative activist. Now, the fact that she happens to be married to Justice Clarence Thomas have folks on the left and some legal, ethical observers claiming that there may be some conflict of interest here for Justice Thomas when it comes to adjudicating cases about the 2020 election, but we'll get to that later. And if you're scratching your head and thinking, how did the January 6th committee get these text messages from Mark Meadows? I thought Trump's whole world was sort of not cooperating with the committee. Remember, there was a period of time when Mark Meadows was cooperating with the committee. That has since stopped. But in that time, he turned over thousands of text messages. And we should note that these text messages that the committee has unearthed may not be the sum total of all the communication between Thomas and Meadows, nor may it be everything that the committee even knows. This is just what we've learned of now. Just to remind you, election day in 2020 was November 3rd. The winner of the election was not declared until Saturday, November 7th. On November 10th, Ginny Thomas texts Mark Meadows saying, quote, Help this great president stand firm, Mark. You are the leader with him who is standing for America's constitutional governance at the precipice. The majority knows Biden and the left is attempting the greatest heist of our history. Meadows texted back saying, quote, I will stand firm. We will fight until there is no fight left. Our country is too precious to give up on. Thanks for all you do. Nine days later, on November 19th, Ginny Thomas texts Meadows, quote, Sounds like Sydney and her team are getting inundated with evidence of fraud. Make a plan. Release the Kraken and save us from the left taking America down. The Sydney that Ginny Thomas is referring to 
is Sidney Powell. She's the attorney who worked on the Trump-aligned lawsuits and was subpoenaed this January by the January 6th committee for a deposition. On November 24th, Meadows promised Thomas he wasn't done battling on former President Trump's behalf. He said, quote, this is a fight of good versus evil. Evil always looks like the victor until the king of kings triumphs. Do not grow weary in well-doing. The fight continues. I have staked my career on it. Well, at least my time in D.C. on it. That was November 24th. This is now a full three weeks after the election. Ginny Thomas was clearly not happy with the lack of progress and wrote to Meadows on that same day, texting, quote, I can't see Americans swallowing the obvious fraud. Just going with one more thing with no frickin' consequences. The whole coup and now this. We just cave to people wanting Biden to be anointed? Many of us can't continue the GOP charade. Just to show you again how outside of the sort of Republican establishment wing of the party, Ginny Thomas is. She is really from that much more conservative, grassroots, and sometimes conspiracy theory-fueled wing of the party. There's only one text that the committee has from January 2021, and it's four days after the insurrection, January 10th. Ginny Thomas clearly is not happy with Mike Pence, as we know many conservatives who were supporting the attempt to overturn the result of a legitimate election have said. Thomas wrote in a text to Meadows, quote, We are living through what feels like the end of America. Most of us are disgusted with the VP, meaning Pence, and are in a listening mode to see where to fight with our teams. Those who attacked the Capitol are not representative of our great teams of patriots for DJT, Donald John Trump. Amazing times, the end of liberty. As you may know, Ginny Thomas recently revealed that she attended the pro-Trump rally on the Ellipse on the Mall in Washington that preceded the march up to the Capitol and the attack on January 6th, but she says she played no role in the planning of the events of that day. Now, Justice Thomas, who, by the way, was released from the hospital today, he had been admitted to the hospital several days ago, spent all of this week at the hospital for an unspecified infection. As for that possible conflict of interest, this is where it gets tricky because it is really up to him as to which cases he recuses himself from sitting on, from deciding is the way that the system is set up. And so while what may seem like an apparent conflict of interest, if Justice Thomas doesn't see it that way, he very well may continue to hear arguments in and help write decisions and vote on cases that involve the 2020 election, even though his wife was clearly intimately involved in an effort to try and overturn that legitimate election. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Anna Sterla. We'll be back Monday.